What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 1087, no, 107. 107. I, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs. 108? 107. No, we didn't count the last episode. So, yeah. We'll figure it out. Anyway, I'm, of course, am your host, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. The... Wait for it. Wade Blogs. Joining me, um, well, actually, Ari's not here, because I always swing at the Ari right now. You know, like, hey, joining me here. No, Ari's not here. She'll be back next week. We hope. Um, but as you can see from the the safari in, in Zamunda, the jungles of Wakanda, <laughs> um, G is, is here. So a lot happened. I do want to shout out to Uncut Nation because I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about the special episode we've done last week. So shout out to everybody who checked it out. We really appreciate the feedback. We really appreciate the love. It was just, it was heartfelt. And of course, rest in peace to Nip, of course. Of course. Um, Like I said earlier, me and G talking before the show, like all week we've been listening to nothing but Nip. So, and I just came back from where I usually go this time of year. <laughs> Bama-dye. I still have a Bamadon hangover, but that 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 happens for the first couple of days after you leave Bamadon. But I'll be all right. You know, after you leave, you just wanna you just wanna be surrounded by strippers all day because that's just kind of <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not used to women, women with clothes. Well, I got I got used to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's a different environment when you go to a, a club, a strip club, and your peoples own it. Not even your peoples, like your family. You know what I'm saying? And like, we're not even. It's like in reality, I have maybe two cousins in my whole entire family I fuck with. <laughs> my cousin CeeLo in Georgia. What up, CeeLo? And bam, the rest of them we I. <laughs> But so when I, you know, I fuck with Bam. Like I was in his wedding and everything. That's my, that's my dude. So when I go down there and he's like, hey, you got an open tab, whatever you want. You know, I don't drink nothing. You do it. And he's telling everybody, hey, that's my cousin. That's my cousin. That's my cousin. It's a different vibe. <laughs> it's a completely different vibe when you got to leave that. It's very intoxicating. <laughs> I believe it. You know what I'm saying? A, so I encourage anyone who has family that owns a strip club to enjoy it. Because... <laughs> I said like it's a rare thing, right? Um, it's very, very intoxicating. You you come back home and you want everybody to be a stripper. They talk to you differently too when you when your your family own the club. They're like, oh hey, how you doing? They nice to you. Oh yeah, <laughs> very polite. The customer service is amazing. Impeccable, my God. <laughs> it was like, oh, you want to orange you, sir? Sure, you're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. <laughs> anyway. We're um, on the tangent. <laughs> Let's get into what y'all came here for. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. So, last week's episode, special episode, we talked about the assassination of um, Brother Nipsey and Nipsey Hustle. And a lot of things have developed since last week. Uh, the assailant thinking of a good word for it without being overly technical. I went to law school for a year. Never mind that. Uh, 
the assassin, yeah, there we go. The assassin uh, was in court. He was arraigned in court on a $7 million bond. And I was thinking, dude from the streets, they say he got mental issues. He probably have a public public defender or something. Something like, you know, we can get this thing over real quick. Because, you know, you got a public defender, you're going to jail. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's nothing you can do about that. You're going to jail. But lo and behold, he has what people like to call a celebrity attorney. Not just any celebrity attorney. Nope. He has Chris Darden. Now, Uncarnation, I, I get some of y'all pretty young. Y'all may not know who Chris Darden is. Let me explain. In, what was this, 96? 96, 97, somewhere around there. Um, Whenever that damn OJ trial was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, 96, 97, OJ Simpson was on trial for murder. And Chris Darden. 97. 97. That, sound, that sounds better. It sounds right, right. Chris Darden, uh, OJ Simpson was on trial for murder. And Chris Darden was one of the defense attorneys for the state, meaning he was trying to put OJ in jail. Well, now it appears. Oh, shit, we both wrong. That shit was 95. 95? Shit. Yeah, October 2nd, 1995. Now that I'm thinking about it, that does sound right. I was in, yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, 95. So, yeah, Chris Darden was one of the defense attorneys for the state of California trying to put OJ in jail. Well, now, 20 years later, he is a defense, well, no, he's a defense attorney. He's trying to keep his client, the assassin, this guy, dude, out of jail. Um, dude pled guilty. No, he pled not guilty. Yeah, he pled not guilty. And um, they lowered his bail to five million dollars, which I don't get the point of that. Like his bail was seven million initially. Let's lower to five. He's still not getting out. <laughs> nah, not at all. Like, why would you even do that? Like, hey, he's not getting out. If that, hey, look, if he come up with five and get released, mm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he comes up with five, mm-hmm. but th- that but that begs the question though. And and listen, last week we talked about it on the show. Big conspiracies about Nipsey, Dr. Sebi, and this says and and this and that and this and that. And I, and you know, y'all know me, Uncanation. I'm conspiracy theory way. I see conspiracies where you don't see conspiracies. But I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. Last week yeah, I told y'all. This seemed a little fishy. Yeah, last week I told y'all there was no conspiracy. This week I'm telling you. Mm, how does a guy from the street who has a p- recorded mental issues afford such a high price attorney like Chris Darton? Like, yeah, that's wild. <clears throat> And then, if you, some people were saying online that he was maybe doing some pro bono work just for publicity. No, 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 no. If you go online and research, because these things are online, it says he's been retained, meaning his fee has been paid. Someone's paying him to represent this guy. Now, I could be like, you know, hate Chris Darden for doing his job and representing someone who hurt the culture, but I'm sure in Chris Darden's head, he's an older black man. He don't he probably don't even know who Nipsey is. So I'm sure he's not thinking like, oh yeah, I'm doing this against the culture. 
You just think I'm trying to be famous. Yeah, pretty much. But it, it strikes me as fishy, as odd, as conspiracy-ish that this guy who, from all reports, was, was quote-unquote, what did he say? A off? He's a little off? Yeah. <laughs> that he could afford such a high-priced attorney. Well, anybody in his circle can afford it. Exactly. Like, if he... If he okay, he's the alleged killer of someone as high recognizable as Nipsey. I would think people in his circle would stay away from him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yo, you fucked up. I can't. I can't. I can't help you in this one. You yeah, fucked up. I can't do nothing for you. <laughs> like you fucked up. I can't. I can't touch you. I so, expected that nigga to get railroaded. I'm. I'm surprised he's still alive. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. they were able to arrest him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they caught him trying to check himself into a mental health institution. So he knew he needed protection. He just said he wanted to go to jail. That's why he turned himself in. Like, and they caught him. They said like twenty minutes away from there where it was happening. At. So yeah. he he didn't get that far. So I don't know if this was all a plan. Like, I'm gonna show you how crazy I am. It's possible, <clears throat> but. You figure if they was going to use the insanity plea, they would have did that right up front. I feel I feel like that's really the only plea you got. Now, you can you can say, well, maybe the video evidence wasn't admissible in court. You can say that, you know, but that would throw all the video evidence from every other court case in the world. You can say maybe they couldn't recognize him from the video, but I'm sure, remember we talked about this last week. There's another camera angle that we, the public, haven't seen. Yeah, and they got eyewitness accounts. So I really don't know what defense he has. Like, what is the, what is the defense going to say? The only thing, like you said, they can do the insanity plea, but I, th- I think they would have played it then as the arrangement. Yeah. It would have been up front. I think that's what everybody was expecting. All I know is he better not Jesse Smollett this joint. And when you say that, what do you mean? I mean, like, they better not just drop charges or this nigga just walk scot-free out the goddamn courthouse. I'll go one further. He better not get a light charge. If he gets something like five years probation or, you know, something super light. He's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, it pains me to say that because at the end of the day, he's still a black man. Right. But I don't see the forgiveness. I'm going to put it that way. I don't, I don't see the forgiveness in his future, whether it, however long he go to jail, whether he get probation, he's not safe. Mm-mm. Yeah, now, Nipsey's grandmother, they spoke to her, and she, of course, you know, she's an older black woman, and you know, older black people, they're Christian, they do all this good stuff. She forgave him already, but I don't see the hood. Like, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't see him I'm coming back to the hood. Yeah, yeah, I don't see him coming back to the hood. Like, oh yeah, yeah. it's cool. We, we're cool now. <laughs> I don't yeah. see that. I don't see him being safe in California. That's a good point. Like, even if he goes to jail, 
it's a chance they're going to get him in jail. He has to be in solitary like 23 hours a day. Yeah. Um, something okay. else? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to say shit. They can still get you the answer. That's, that's true, too. They'll get you worse then because there's no way for you to run. Especially you in there with lifers, they ain't got nothing to lose anyway. Not at all. And I'm pretty sure some of them listen to the music. I'm, I'm sure that's a fact. <laughs> I'm 100% sure a lot of them dudes in there is fans of Nip. <laughs> so, we're watching the story as it develops. But it's, it's starting. And listen, y'all. I know what I said last week. And I'm not. I don't believe that Nip was killed for Dr. Sebi. That, that sounds crazy. But this looks fishy. This looks fishy. That's on that's on way I can say it. This looks fishy. Something's not something's not right here. And Unconnection, we're gonna watch this because I guarantee you something else is gonna happen that we're gonna look at like, hold on, that's not right. Yep. Like somebody had posted a picture on, on Instagram. They showed a picture when um he got arrested the 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 assailant, and then two days later he had he, like he had arrested and he had a um crew cut, and two days later when it was arraignment he had a fro. It was like how his hair grow that fast? <laughs> like they're going in on this stuff. So like I said, I don't believe everything, but I can tell you just me and I'm conspiracy theory way here. The only thing I'm really questioning at this point is how he afford that lawyer. That's fishy. I agree. Now, something that something I guess good you can say came out of this, and I hate to use the term good, but um, something I, I haven't personally seen. Me being a California native, I grew up in California for half, well, less than half my life now. But anyway, uh, the Crips and Bloods united. I haven't seen this since. 92, 93, after the Rodney King riots, like the peace treaty where... Well, um, when did, when did they uh, execute Tookie? Uh, Tookie was killed, I want to say 97? No, that sounds too far. Let's see. Because I thought they came together for that, too. Let's see. Tookie Williams was killed in um, 2005. 2005. So, yeah, uh, it might be wrong, but I thought they came together for that too. When they like during the time of his last appeal and all of that. Yeah, I, I wasn't home, so I can't. I can't say. And social media wasn't what it is now, so I don't remember. But I can't. I do remember the the peace treaty. Uh, Alex said, well, ninety two, ninety three. I was I was there, so I remember this. Now, if I'm not dating myself a little bit, um. It was after the Rodney King riots, and yeah. and like you know we we <laughs> um, the Crips and Bloods had decided that you know we was gonna try to stick together peace treaty, no more killing each other that lasted for a while, and you know twenty twenty five years later, um, Nipsey through death brought them together again. Even even the the nation of Islam was out at the marathon store marching and celebrating and you know keeping it peaceful, giving out 
copies of the final call with Nipsey on the cover because a lot of people are unaware. And I don't know if I'm breaking news here, but Nipsey was Muslim. You don't know. Yeah, that. I don't think a lot of people knew that either. I mean, he walked around with a chain of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't pay attention to stuff like that. Um, so the Nation of Islam was there in force. The Fruit of Islam is a beautiful site. Um, just a peaceful thing. It's becoming um, the 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 memorials that are around that popping up around the country. They even had one here in Virginia. Um, just as people were in, responsible for it, they had one last Saturday. Um, they're having one. It's, it's like every every major city just pops up a memorial to celebrate the life of Nipsey. And I'll be I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Nope. Even with Pac, and we all know I'm Pacaholic. This wasn't, and maybe because it's the advent of social media, we can see more. But this wasn't even like that back with Pac when Pac passed. Yeah. I don't, I think it was felt, but definitely social media plays a part in it. Because like you said, you can see it all now. <clears throat> but they, like you said, they had one in Virginia. They had one outside of Kodak Black's concert. Yeah, yeah, we definitely going to get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that later. something. Let me be, let me be, um, what's, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. Let me be fair. Let me, we'll get to Kodak a little later because we definitely got to talk about him. Um, it was announced today, I believe, um, I posted it on my Instagram and I got it from, um, the actual, the Marathon store, but everybody's posting it. It's not a big, it's not like you can only go to my page and see it. But, um, Nipsey's funeral is going to be at the Staples Center on Thursday, April 11th from 10 a.m. to 12 um, free tickets are available at staperson.com backslash Nipsey Hustle. So it's free to the public. Be respectful. Don't try to sell no flyers or nothing crazy like that. They're giving these tickets away. Go and show your love. Go and show your respect for an honorable man, um, Nipsey Hustle. And um, I know we were talking earlier, G. They said the last time they, they had a funeral at the Staples Center, when was this? Uh, 2009, it was Michael Jackson. Yeah, so this just shows you the, the level of notoriety and respect Nipsey had. If you haven't, if the last few weeks haven't shown you how much the world loved and respect Nip, then I don't know what else is going to show you. Like, this guy was well-respected. Like, well. Highly. Like, he did, he, like I said before, he did everything the right way. And when you do everything the right way, people will remember that. You move the right way. You you talk the right way. He was well respected. And the word Well, is for the people who understand what respect is, it's not little gremlin motherfuckers just running around. But that's that's but, that's key what you said, for, for the people who understand what respect is. <laughs> you know these new niggas. Yeah, no. Fucking weirdos. Yeah, they all weirdos. So let's get into the weirdo shit. Uh, Kodak Black, as we alluded to earlier, um, and I'm sure a lot of you know this, Uncut Nation, um, released a video. Well, you went live on Instagram, and apparently there was some comments. I'm not going to repeat the comments. I'm not going to play the video. Uh, there was the comments made toward Lauren London, um, Nipsey's widow, uh, his 
wife because we we learned that they got secretly they got married. And um, just just some things that were out of pocket, some things that didn't need to be said. Um, And a couple of prominent figures in our community, in our culture, decided to check the little dude. Um, Tip. Tank, I saw Tank did a video. Yeah, Tank's video was more reserved and laid back on some, look, bro. Just about to mess up your business. You gotta fix this. You know, listen to your listen to your people around you that's giving you good advice. Like, cause one of the homeboys in the video was trying to tell him not to say it at all. Right. And then the other one was like, "Yo, it's too early. It's too early for you to be talking like that." And I was arguing with a dude about this earlier. It was like, and he was like, "What?" His point was, "Hey, what? What?" Kodak said it wasn't disrespectful. And I was like, it's it's not only disrespectful, it's tactless. Like, did he say anything derogatory towards London? No. no. Laura, no. But let's let's keep it a buck here on Nation. Nip hasn't even been put in the ground yet. Like, no one is thinking about getting with Laura in London right now. Just, you know what I mean? Respect her. Respect that family. Give them time to mourn, live their life. They got, do they have two kids or one kid together? What, together? Yeah. Um, I think, I believe they had two together and one each from previous situations. Yeah, because I know they have, I know she has one with Wayne, right? But I know, right. I know he and has. He had, he had, his first child was a daughter, I believe. Right. And they have a son together. Yeah. So I don't know. But it's, it's just a, a, the, a matter of respect, respect out of that man. That family is grieving. You don't, you don't make any comments towards her. But this is also the same dude that said he want to fuck young, young M.A. Like, yeah. Like, and then when your OGs, when people that are respected, when Tip says something, and and to me, I was explaining to somebody who's not familiar with Nipsey. I said, Nipsey was kind of the West Coast Tip. You know what I'm saying? If, if you look at it that way, a little a little more street than Tip, because Tip is kind of, and we know why Tip has kind of left the street rap because he has cases. But, you know, Tip kind of makes music for the women now, but Nipsey can still do that. But very similar in what I say. Somebody has said Nipsey was like the West Coast Rick Ross. I think it's more like Tip. It's my opinion. Yeah, I could see that comparison more than Ross. Yeah. It's just um It's just it's just in poor taste. That's the the best word for it. It's it's, it's poor taste. And that's and I think the thing that added insult to injury about it is when they addressed him like Tip addressed him, Tank, and then Game said something. Yeah. He wanna fire back. And try to be the tough guy, like he can't understand where, what, like why they saying something to him, like he, and then kept, <laughs> then had the nerve to actually apologize later, but still be like, I ain't say nothing offensive. Like he he gave a fake ass apology, which is, you know, y'all know, Uncanation. I always say, hey, if you're sorry, then I can forgive you. But no, like that was a fake. You know, it's no sincerity in that. Like, I'm sorry if you got offended. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
No, no, nigga, no. And what's that's basically that's basically like you said. Uh, sorry, you got, sorry, you got offended, but I said what I said. Exactly. And then he said, "All you other niggas <laughs> trying to check me or little boy me." No, nigga, you are a little boy. <laughs> like the whole. <clears throat> that's like the um. Right before you say something disrespectful, you be exactly. like, "Well, with all due respect." <laughs> exactly. Everybody know you about to say some real disrespectful shit. No disrespect, but. Yeah. <laughs> like but it, it it further accentuates the 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 time honored problem and I want the time honored the the timeless problem we have of the new culture and the young culture. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be that way. Nip I mean Nip, Kodak could have literally said like yo man, you know what? My fault didn't mean that no disrespect, Lauren, no disrespect to the family, and that's it. He didn't have to continue and say, well, hey, y'all, I don't care about what y'all going to say. Y'all know I'm at. Y'all know I'm going to be at. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, See, I was about to say, he went into all that. I'm in Georgia right now. See, shit like that is what is what get niggas touched. And I'm not wishing nothing on nobody, so don't get me wrong. I had Asian knock on wood, blah, blah, blah. Because we we, we're talking about losing somebody, so I'm not trying to lose anybody else. But it's like a kid sometimes. Sometimes you got to get your ass beat. You know what I'm saying? You know when like little kids start acting up, sometimes you just gotta get a whipping. Yeah. Just to get your mind right. Just saying. I'm not an advocate for violence. Because I've been told I'm a very violent person. I'm not an advocate for violence. I'm just saying, I'm giving you the analogy. Sometimes you have a little kid that's acting up and doing a tantrum. You give him a beating and they they fine. <coughs> just that's fine. <laughs> he getting his whooping. He definitely getting his whip in there because he's messing with his money. That's yeah, all, that's exactly. All, that's all young dudes who care about. It won't no, it won't nobody pulled up on him and it was a fight and all of that. He getting his whooping in, in, in that bank account in his pocket. Now, the first station I want to say that that decided, yo, we're pulling this in your music. We're not fucking with you. Uh, Power one hundred six California radio station. Shout out to the L.A. Leakers. I'm just incredible on them. Sour milk. They decided, hey, I actually read this week. I said, hey, we stand with the family of Nipsey Hussle and are appalled by the disrespectful and poor comments made by Kodak Black. With that, Power 106 will no longer support Kodak Black's music. Period, point blank. Power 106 is for y'all who don't know who are not on the West Coast. It's one of the major West Coast radio stations. So for my East Coast listeners, it's, it's like if Hot 97 said we're not playing your music no more. You can live, but that hurts. Yep. <clears throat> Shoot. Um, Big Boy from Big Boy's Neighborhood just said something about it, so. Right. I was going to him. Big Boy said he's not playing the music anymore. A club in L.A., The Live, said, hey, Kodak Black's music would not be played in no V Live American club. Like, this is this is a trend. Yep. Today. <laughs> they took down his... Um, the art and the trap museum too. Exactly. So, so the backlash is serious. Like, I need I need Kodak. I know he's a young dude. He don't care. He's got money. You know, young dudes get money. They don't care. Blah blah blah. But somebody need to be in his corner and be like, "Dude, you're fucking your money up." Yep. Not to mention, you have a rape trial coming up in July. Get your shit right. Because now all this is admissible in court. This is public. This is for public consumption. 
all this fuck shit you're doing. What do you think? You're painting the image. So when the jury sees Kodak Black, the next thing, that the last thing they're going to see is this fuck shit you're doing. Yep. <clears throat> Somebody advised that, man. I heard he's backed by some powerful Haitians in Florida, Sapase, all that good stuff. Somebody get in his ear and tell him to shut up. Quickly. Because <laughs> he's only hurting himself. And I predict more stations are going to join in and boycott Kodak Black. It, it's it's going to be really bad for him if he don't fix this shit. Um, next one. He's going to be R. Kelly status. Exactly. He's going to be R. Kelly status. R. Kelly is non-gratis everywhere. You can't even find R. Kelly on streaming sites anymore. That's going to happen to Kodak. And then on top of that, he's about to go to jail. Listen, listen, young man. <laughs> You might want to get your affairs in order now because you're messing up your money. You got to come out of jail one day. Yeah. You won't be able to make a living. You better call um, Six and Ash travel agent. That's a fact. You want to be respectable and make a living when you get out of here because you're going to jail. <laughs> Unless you start ratting, which I don't put that over nobody. These dudes be ratting. In brighter news, uh, it is festival season on Nation. As y'all know, we're based in Virginia. You know, Frail's Festival, the Something in the Water Festival, is coming at the end of this month. But there's another festival, uh, the Revolve Festival, is it? Uh, yeah, Revolve. Well, TDE, and we all know, hey, if Wade is anything, Wade is Team TDE. Get top on the phone. Anyway, um, they're head <laughs> they're headlighting the Revolve Festival. G, what do you have on the Revolve Festival? Uh, let's see. It's actually starting this week. It's from the eleventh to the fourteenth in La Quinta. <clears throat> uh, let's see, Scissor, Schoolboy Q, J Rock, Zakari, and Reason. Um, they're all performing Saturday night. Uh, let's see. They got their own stage. Uh, and they're going to have a special performance with two chains. Uh, let's see who else is on the bill. Is uh, Let's see. Offset, Ray Schmurda, Rich the Kid. Um, let's see who else. Gunna. Tiger, Kitty Cash, Shawty. Mm, that's just a few of the people. Like, some of them are performing on the 14th. Unfortunately, from everything that I've seen, Dot's not going to be there, but he's probably still on tour because, um, as we spoke about earlier offline, um, when his video where he took a moment of silence for Nip. I want to say he was in like Amsterdam or something so he probably still overseas. Yeah. So that's kind of disappointing but listen you still got the entire TDE fam. Go check yeah. it out. There's not, they're not a one man team though. They're a fairly balanced team y'all. Check it out. Raw Festival. And where is it again? You said it was in the, 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 the La Quinta. La Quinta. I think tickets are available now. 
Check it out. It's lit. It's a lit situation. Um, I, I, my, like I said, I came from Amadon, uh Totally forgot the Dreamville Festival was this weekend. So on my way back, I had to drive through that traffic. That shit was dope. Yeah, I wish I would have known and thought more of it. I would try to stop there because I was in traffic there. I drove through Fayetteville, so I was there. But just didn't. I was. I was focused on one thing. Trippers, big booty trippers. Um, continuing on the rundown here. <laughs> the rundown. <laughs> the rundown. Uh, okay, Uncut Nation. If you follow this show for, I don't know, the last year or so, we kind of have this inside joke. Uh, when any anytime things get dull or whatever, um, just out of nowhere, G or Ari would just bust out with a um. Out of nowhere, right? So, Beehive, listen, this is for y'all. <laughs> this is our piece, right? <laughs> we'll give y'all one. You, you, def- one. you, you definitely get this one because it was, it was an amazing thing. So, apparently, Beyonce, Queen B, Miss Carter, hey, Miss Carter, is, is, was in conversations with different sneaker companies to relaunch her, her company, Ivy Park, the clothing company. And... Actually, I'll let ESPN tell you what happened. Let's get some volume here. Having an imprint on the company, um, impact in terms of diversity, I had heard a great story about how, you know, throughout this process over the last year or two, she had discussed with Under Armour, uh, with Reebok as well. Uh, Jordan at one point was interested in maybe partnering with her. And she had a meeting at Reebok, and they had a whole presentation of everything, potential products, how this could all look. And she kind of took a step back and said, is this the team that will be working on my product? And somebody said, yes. And she said, nobody in this room reflects my background, uh, my skin color, and where I'm from and what I want to do. And so she kind of took a step back and left, and then, and then it did not come to terms. I, 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 that's an amazing story. Yeah, because so, it's one thing to talk about, oh, I want representation, I want diversity. Mm-hmm. But for a company not to realize, by the way, with Beyonce's track record... We better put people in the room. We better elevate people who can do the job. And to be able to do the job, you have to be coming from where she's coming from. Um, you know, it's- that's, 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 that's a powerful thing. Like, if you, if you didn't understand, she was in the meeting room with Freebach. And she was like, hey, these people in here going to be working on my shoes? Somebody was like, yeah, yeah, this is your team right here. Be All these people work for you, Beyonce. We work for you. Why ain't no sisters in here? Ain't no black people in here at all. You know what? I'm out. <laughs> and that was really funny to me is I wonder if because of that situation is did Reebok like really switch their approach because Ross got a Reebok deal. Mm-hmm. Dot got a Reebok deal. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody else who got a Reebok deal. A couple people. So I'm really wondering, it's just like, damn, we fucked up. That's amazing. We could have had Beyonce and we fucked up. Couple questions. We're not going to let that shit happen again. Yeah, they, they have they have switched their MO. Especially, even if, you know, I don't think you can even fake that. Because I think if, let's say there was one sister in the room, Beyonce would be like, hey, I want her to do it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just have somebody in the room just to have them in the room for, for you know, for show. They got to be somebody that's actually involved in the process. Well, I don't know. I would, I would actually go with somebody that's actually involved in the process. Exactly. What I'm curious of, and this is something I haven't seen nobody else online talk about, 
But isn't Jay like the president of Puma? Like, didn't they make Jay like the president of something in Puma? Well, I know the they did the president of Jeff Jam. Um, I don't know if it was a Puma. Let's see. Yeah, let's look that up really quick. Because when I thought about that, I was like, hold on, so why the fuck he's not, she's not a Puma? Oh, uh, yep. I see it. No, he's the president of basketball operations. Yeah, president of Puma basketball. Okay, so eh, I guess I I uh, I guess. Um, hold on. Uh, they, they could have still worked together. I think they could have still were together. While you looking that up, I'm I'm curious to see. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, what you got? The S. Carter's was Reebok. Yeah, 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 and the G units, yeah. So maybe things I have just, changed. I was just wondering, like, huh? So y'all had Jay tried to get Beyonce and fucked that up. <laughs> Here's what I'm I'm curious of, and and in the in the conversation we just heard the clip, he said she's met with Under Armour, she met with this people, she met with Jordan. Like Beyonce Jordans would have been lit. Oh, them shits would have flew. So why didn't I mean it's Jordan? Mike's black. I don't know. So I guess maybe she wanted <clears throat> be under that moniker because like even though. Like, if you do a Jordan shoe, it's still a Jordan shoe. You exactly. just have yeah. a version of a Jordan shoe. Exactly. It's like, like Drake has a version of a Jordan. But at the end of the day, it's still a Jordan. Exactly. So it, it's, it's just kind of still in the Jordan shadow. <clears throat> I mean, she could have signed with Nike. That would have been dope. I mean, I'm just looking because I don't wear Adidas. So I'm just thinking, like, I'm not going with Beyonce shoes anyway, but... You know I mean? not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, I, got, I still got to buy them for my kids. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's a Nike and Jordan household, so now I got to buy yeah. Adidas. Man, shit. I fuck with the Adidas. All day. I gotta, shit, I got a pair that I just bought mm, probably about three weeks ago. The last pair I had was, like, Shell Toes. Shell Toes is still dope, though. They <laughs> always gonna be dope. Yeah, but that was a while. I think I was in high school when I bought those, and that's... That was a long fucking time ago. I mean, shell toes is to Adidas with slaves out of Nike. Mm, and that's for a fact. Uncut Nation for the people who don't speak <laughs> Richmond lingo, slaves <laughs> are Air Force Ones. Facts. We call them what? Uptowns? I'm about to say, for y'all New York niggas, Uptowns. Yeah. Um, For Tide Water, Fat Heads. DCs. <clears throat> Yeah, it had a lot of different names. Um, but yeah. Give so, me two perks. Facts. <laughs> Facts. 
So I'm curious to see the, the, the Adidas collaboration. And, and Quiet as Kept, Adidas has a, a, a great line of creators. They have Pharrell. They have Push. They have Beyonce. Um, all the kind of, I don't want to say odd, but all the individual, unique individuals in the NBA are now with Adidas, like Damian Lillard. And Quiet as Kept, they have a nice roster. So yeah. I'm really interested to see what they're going to do. Yeah. It looks like that's the place where creators go. That's that's the image I think they're trying to put out there. Um, let's see what else we got here. Um, this was retarded. <laughs> <laughs> this was retarded in the retarded. And I should stop saying retarded. That's not politically correct, right? I don't know. Uh, Atlanta, the great city of Atlanta, um, released a statement uh, talking about bringing Freak Neat back. For those of you who are not old enough to remember... Um, Freaknik was, I can't describe Freaknik. It was a big ass fucking horse. <laughs> it was a strip club on the streets. Like the whole city was like a strip club and I got strip clubs in my mind right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> essentially, you know, uh, the whole city was a strip club. Women walk around, bikinis, people were fucking out in public it was lit. I actually went to one free Nick. I'm dating myself again. I went to the last free Nick, actually. Uh, it was my first trip to Atlanta. Shout out my cousin, CeeLo. Uh, so they're talking about bringing Freak Nick back. With a twist. With a twist. <laughs> they want it to be more family friendly. Which was the dumbest fucking thing to say. <laughs> Benji, I don't know how you can make a strip club family friendly because that's essentially what it is. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they, um, they got a section for you to bring the kids, and they play in like the bounce area or some shit. <laughs> 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 How they doing some strip clubs? They babysitting the back. And then they're saying they don't want to be associated with the freak nick of the past. So me and Why G was talking. Freak yeah. nick at all? Just call it something <laughs> different then. If you don't want the, that connotation of freak nick, then call it something else. Why wouldn't you just say, hey, we're we're thinking about bringing a new festival? Da, da, da. Why even bring up Freaknik? Like, it's, it's the, the craziest thing in the world to say, hey, we're, we're bringing this back, but it's nothing like before. Exactly. Why? No, don't do it then. <laughs> well, I want no association with what, is, with what it was. Exactly. We're bringing it back. Exactly. So y'all come check out Freaknik, but not the Freaknik y'all know. It's a new Freaknik. <laughs> Hey. That's like them keep changing the name of the um, the strip club in Newport News on Jefferson. <laughs> like, nigga, it's the same club. It's, it's the a, same people that work there. Exactly the same people. <laughs> they keep putting up a sign saying under new management. No, it's not. It's the same people. No, it's not. Cut the shit, yeah. <laughs> it's the same people. Um, What else we got here? Flying through this. Uh... Drake, I think we talked about this before on a, a previous episode. I don't remember, but uh, Drake and Future were online hinting to rumors of dropping um, "What a Time to Be Alive" Part Two, Volume Two, or the second one, or whatever they're gonna call it. Yeah, I ain't listening to the first one, truthfully. Uh, I like the first one. Uh, a couple of strip club songs on there, strippers. Uh, oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> See what you did, Bam. 
<laughs> Shout out to Bam. Oh, speaking of which, sidebar. Unka Nation, Bam want me to let y'all know that he apologizes for almost killing me. Because <laughs> y'all know I told the story on this uh, on the podcast um, last year when I went down there. And um, he was drunk. He didn't see me. And he put. He, I walked up behind him, and he pulled a gun over me. He was like, who is this? And I was like, nigga, put the gun down. And he, he's, like, really embarrassed because everybody left him about the story. So he apologizes to Uncondition for trying to kill me. He said, said mistake. He wanted me to say that. So, bam, I said it. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> he was actually, he was drunk. He was scared. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, what a time to be alive, too. No release date. Uh, I can't say I'm looking forward to it. I think um, future is it's 15 minutes almost up. You know what I mean? And I like future. But the shit. He almost got Kodak Blacked before Kodak Black. With that Nipsey Hussle comment, yeah. Exactly. That it like that that was just fucking dumb. Yeah, that was retarded. Yeah, like I've been trying to tell y'all for years, we do, da da da. We've been doing. Like, you ain't did a fucking thing. No, really. and I, damn, I wish I, I, I wish I would have um, screenshotted it so I could shout out the motherfucker who called him on this bullshit. Like, nigga, you don't even do shit for your kids. Talking about you do something for the community. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Preacher said, yeah, they don't make them like us anymore. If you don't shut the fuck up, <laughs> what'd you do? Future, you my guy, but what the fuck? <laughs> Not my guy at all. <laughs> Never was. <laughs> no, I, hey, the thing with Future is with me is I don't think I'm intoxicated enough to like Future. I think you got to have some kind of inebriation to get into his shit, and I don't drink or smoke, so it's kind of like... Uh, I drink, and I ain't been that drunk. <laughs> I've been at the bottom of a fifth by myself. I ain't been that drunk. I'll let some of his shit rock. Most of the time, if I'm listening to him, it's because he's featured on the song of somebody that I fuck with. Right. Like, I, off the top of my head, I cannot honestly say I own a a future project. Um, I can, unfortunately. I have a couple future projects. I don't. If I have one, <clears throat> excuse me, if I have one, it's literally one. So, I mean, What a Time to Be Alive 1 was okay. It wasn't it wasn't good enough to demand a sequel. That's what I'm trying to say. It was okay. It was like, yeah, this is a couple a couple of joints up here. Um, but that's it. I'm not I'm not going to say I'm looking forward to the sequel, but I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Like if it comes, I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool. Let's check this out." But I'm not going to rush back to the shit. I'm not going to rush to the stores for it. I'm not going to be on my phone at 12 o'clock when it drops. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit, download this shit. Back. This shit is yeah. classic. Nah. Neither am I. Like, <clears throat> I fuck with Drake. But he hasn't done anything lately for real to impress me. Like, I'm going to keep it all the way up. His last project, oh. Uh, that was solid to me was if you're reading this it's too late I think damn that was a while ago um I think Drake right now is on the verge of trying to found, find the next big thing 
Because if you look at his last two projects, um, Scorpion and before that was The Playlist, he experimented a lot with the UK sound and the, yeah. world, the world. I think he's trying to be ahead of the curve and find what's next for everybody else gets on it. I think that's where he's at in his life right now, in his career trajectory. Because, yeah, I can agree with that. Because what, um, if you're reading this is too late, that was kind of ahead of trap music. Like before trap took off like that, that album was really mostly a lot of trap beats and a lot of trap flows. And he dropped it before people really caught on to the wave. Now it fits right. Now that album fits right into today's climate. So now he's trying to. Find, I think that's where he's at now. Just my, my personal opinion. I think he's trying to find the next wave before it starts. And I mean, no that's, argument here. I mean, that's a smart way to go. It's just I hope you hurry up and find it because. Yeah. Right now. It's not it, B. Yeah, yeah. It's mad quiet for you, Aubrey. <laughs> mad quiet. <laughs> I need you to find what's next really quick, my guy. Because <laughs> ever since Push started talking, you, yeah, I know. <laughs> Speaking of sequels, uh, earlier this month, a lot of things happened this month, so we kind of missed this. It was the 20th anniversary or some anniversary of Usher's Confessions. And apparently him and JD have been on Instagram like for the last week or two in the studio and they're posting hashtags C2. Um, they haven't outright said it, but a lot of people are assuming he's talking about Confessions too. Uh, first Confessions was lit. Super lit. Have it, had it. Great album. Yeah. Uh, first question is, what else does he have to confess? <laughs> and... I, I don't know. I feel funny about artists following up great projects with a sequel. You know what I mean? Especially years later. Like, if you were to drop Confessions 1, then write Confessions 2, okay. But this is 20 years later. Yeah. I mean, even though it's not his sophomore album, it's still the second in a, in a sequence. Mm-hmm. So it can still... My opinion, you still got that sophomore jinx. And considering his last album, that project with uh, Metro Boomin, A, that wasn't really that well received. We even talked about it on this show. Like, um, it was a lot of him rapping, trying to be like a young guy. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of trap music beats, a lot of contemporary things. It sounded like it, it was black C D. It just wasn't Well, I did like the him and Zaytoven joint. Mm-hmm. I did like that joint. Even though I don't think they consider that an album, that's probably they probably consider that more of a mixtape or EP. I don't think that's it as discography as an album. But I did like that project. I mean, they had a couple joints up there, but overall, I guess we hold Usher. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago. Like Usher, what at a moment in time was the king of R and B. So we hold him to yeah. that standard, and. I just felt that 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 drop that was lackluster. So I'm I'm curious to see what confessions is. He got JD with him. I think he got Rico Love writing with him too. And y'all know I'm a big Rico Love fan. Shout out to Rico Love. Um, yeah, Rico. He he got a nice pick game. I I can say he, uh, I like how he writes. Yeah, I'm a huge Rico Love fan. I've been a fan of Rico Love for a while. Um, so if he got Rico on the project, he got JD, it bring back that confessions vibe. Um, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm curious to see what he can confess 
Because if you remember back then, the whole room was like this whole thing was true, but it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't really true, but it was true. <laughs> um, so I'm curious to see what he can do um, to get everybody in. Because the first single was what? Um, well, yeah. But then he's dropped when he dropped the song "Confessions" and he confessed stuff. Like, what else can he confess? You know what I'm saying? It got to be have that hook. Like, yeah. Especially in today's social media, people want to people want to be messy and be nosy. What else you got to tell us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm curious to see. I support Usher. That's my guy. I said that before. That's my guy. Um, so I'm I'm gonna buy it because that's my guy. But I want to hear it. I want to see what he got. I want to hear some singles. Give me some music, Ush. Play some music. <laughs> I'm with the music. So we have this thing here when we talk about biopics. Like we always say, who's gonna have the next biopic? Um, I don't remember who I said last, um, but we always talk about who could be a really good. Every time a big, a good biopic or biopic or however the fuck you pronounce it comes out, we always wonder and speculate who they're gonna do next. Because right now everyone's doing hip hop. Hip hop has the best biopics. Hip hop in the early R and B, like the new edition biopic, was lit. NWA biopic was lit. Pac was. Pac had a biopic. Um, it, these things are so it's natural for them people to pick from that era, that generation, that that time period. Well, according to the interwebs, the internets, I heard Salt and Pepper are going to be next on the biopic train, and I can't front. I want to see this. I do too. I'm it. I'm really curious about how they're going to play this because hey, 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 hey. Quiet as kelp. Salt. That was my boo. That was salt what? Salt was my boo. Oh. I think everybody likes salt though. I like pepper too, but yeah. And don't, Spinderella. And don't oh spin was nice too. I wanna see the part of the biopic where Pepper turns down a nice guy to wait for Tretch and the nice guy turns to Will Smith. I wanna see that. I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see that. I heard they're invo- involved in the production process, so I hope it be be authentic. My only question is, well, my only con- issue of concern is, it's going to be a lifetime. Lifetime did the Aaliyah documentary. Lifetime did the Michael Jackson documentary. <laughs> So I'm, Lifetime trying to collect their coins. That's a fact. So I'm curious at the level of production. I wish it would be on BET or even in theaters. But I'm I'm tuned in so far. I want to see a trailer. Um, we don't have a release date for it, but it is the same team that directed the new edition um, miniseries for BET. So I think it might be lit. Saying lit way too much. I was in South Carolina. They said a lot down there. Um, this is the band without hangover, isn't it? Like I'm talking about this shit like every five seconds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm curious to see this movie was by this mini series. I think it'd be great. But we'll get we we'll get more information as it develops. Um. So, oh, dope part of the show. G, what do you have streaming for us? 
And there you have it. <laughs> exactly. Nothing. Um, out of respect for Nip, which I love this, by the way. The entire hip-hop community has decided not to release anything. Um, Schoolboy Q was going to release his album. He decided not to. YG was going to release the album. He decided not to. Yeah, I was about to say YG. I know YG was going to release one. Yeah, um, and we just got a tweet from Janae Aiko. Literally just tweeted this before you came on the show. Um, and I actually read her tweet. And I never know how to pronounce her name. Aiko, Aiko, whatever, her. Y'all know what I'm talking about. She says she's not going to release any music for the entire month out of respect for Nip. So it's it's really dope when the community, the culture comes together. Yeah, because <clears throat> literally that's all I'm streaming. So, so yeah, I invite y'all to stream Nip. Whatever Nip you got, stream it. Stream Nip and help his, don't. And listen, I'm a big proponent of buying music. Don't buy it. Stream it. Help his sales because all that he owned his masters, so all those sales go to his family. Support the marathon. And let's get back to the culture, y'all. I'm about to say, matter of fact, for those who don't know, I still have a couple titles. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Um, all right, so let's see. Bullets ain't got no name, volume one, two, and three. Okay. Uh, Crenshaw, Hustling, Mailbox Money, The Marathon, The Marathon Continues, uh, let's see, Neighborhood Nipsey, Famous Lies and Unpopular Truths, Hustling, No Pressure, uh, let's see, Slawson Boy 1 and 2, and of course, Victory Lap. Of course. And most of these are available to stream on Tidal. So go to Tidal, of course. Stream it. Play it. Put it on repeat. Um, I was actually, most of this list weekend, I was actually listening to No Pressure and Victory Lap. But I think the marathon, the marathon continues to probably my two favorite projects. I'm really upset with Victory Lap because we can't get what it should have been. Like... And I hate listening to this in hindsight, but we both picked this album as one of our top five albums of the year. So we knew. Yeah. Like, like it's so much good shit up here. <laughs> like, it's really a lot of good shit up here, y'all. Y'all really need to go back and listen to these albums. Um, no Pressure's really good. He was a lot of auto-tune on that one, which was okay. But go check it out. Support Nip. Rest in peace, Nip. It's dope that his effect is still being felt. Like I'll be honest with you, I was in I was in a funk for most of last week. Yeah. Like like I didn't really, I can't say get out of it because I'm still not out of it now, but I didn't really start feeling normal till like Saturday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's really affecting me. And then when Pac passed, when Pac was killed, I didn't talk for three days. Like, literally, I was that fucked up. But this feels different. And we talked about this on last week's episode. Make sure you go check it out. But this feels different. Don't forget, um, if you're in the Los Angeles area or plan to be, Nipsey's funeral is Thursday from 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. West Coast time in the Staples Center. Tickets are still available. They are free. You don't have to pay anybody. You don't have to buy anything. If anybody tries to sell you a ticket, they're, they're joking. 
Go to staplecenter.com backslash Dempsey Hustle and go to the funeral and show your respect to a great brother, a great man. Um, I think that's it. I think we're probably under an hour, but oh well. Um, yeah, I really think that's it. Oh, one more thing for my wrestling heads out there. Uh, yesterday, we're recording this on Monday, so yesterday was Sunday. Uh, Kofi Kingston won the WWE Heavyweight Championship, which technically makes him the first ever black heavyweight champion. I know you're going to say The Rock, but let's be honest, Rock wasn't really black. He's hot Hawaiian. They kind of build him as a mix. So let's let's say Kofi's the first ever dark-skinned heavyweight champion, which is a monument time. So shout out to Kofi Kingston. Shout out to my wrestling fans. I see y'all out there. I think that's really it. Anything else you want to get out, Jay? Nope. I think I'm good. Uh, next week, Ari will be back. Uh, see, these shows without Ari, they either run really long or really short. Because <laughs> we'll get to talking and we just be talking about raw shit. Or, or we'll stick on pace and we finish it like 45 minutes. It's, it's really crazy. That's why she, she adds that to the show. Um, I will say the national title, the college national title game is going on right now. It's Virginia versus University of Texas Tech. Yeah, something like that. So by the time y'all hear this, it'll be done. Hope Virginia won. It's a VA thing. You get it. I think that's it, man. Follow us online, social media, all that good shit. Um, I'm really trying to think of anything else. No, I can't think of nothing else. I'm going through the rundown really quick. I'm just going through the the, the, the group chat really fast, <laughs> baby, because I feel like we've rushed through this shit. But I really can't think of anything else. Yeah, that's it. Let's just get out here. So, for G, for Ari, for Jess, for everybody, um, as always. As always. You may agree with what we said. Uh-huh. You may not agree with what we said. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we'll catch you on the internet. See ya.